Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 12 of the Big Fitness Show. I am up two pounds, but I'm still a medium Stevie Cole. We have Big Mike Barons with us. I tried to think of other big uh, metaphors and acronyms or whatever, but just Big Mike Barons. How are you doing today, man? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. It's uh, it's good to be talking to you. I'm glad that you're gaining some weight back. That's huge. I'm glad to hear the update is good. And the up video you put out uh, yesterday uh, was great to see. So it's it's good. All things are moving forward in a good way. And I'm very, very happy about that. So yeah, glad to be two good, two good appointments this week with infectious disease from the Mayo Clinic. Also, uh, my doctor who was one and did the the, the very painful, well, both of them were very painful spine biopsies, which he still apologized for. <laughs> We've never seen anything like it. I guess I can, I can hang my hat on that. But uh, very, very good news about the infection being gone. And, and, and in my mind, I'm still that fear of, because we're not quite sure how it happened exactly. So you sure. know, always going to have it in the back of your mind. Is it going to come back? And uh, I have an interesting take. It's so funny because um, people... This day, we're talking in episode 12, by the way, is about un unhealthy habits. Mm -hmm. This is probably an unhealthy habit of sometimes paying attention to comments on <laughs> social media platforms. I don't do it a whole lot, but sometimes <laughs> I look and I say, what, what is wrong with people? Sure. I, I apparently, according to one comment, I, this may be the same person who said, that, you know, God doesn't exist and God gave you the, <laughs> the doctor's cure it because God wanted to whatever, you know, yeah, sure. but now it's that somehow, because I, I haven't, I've looked at my bank account. I haven't seen the result of this, but supposedly I've been accused by, by a very small minority. Let's just say that like less than way less than 1%, but there's always going to be that guy, that girl, or that whatever they identify as that's going to say you like that didn't you uh 2023 i guess i have to cover all the bases yeah sure but, but that this walker which i keep over here as a reminder of where i was and also the cane were just there so i can make money i only oh, use the walker to try to get sympathy to make money because i wasn't making money before the infection Wow. Matter of fact, this this whole ruse has actually cost me. <laughs> so the person, you're right, it backfired on me. I I lost money during this 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 ruse, this hoax. Sure, uh, sure. This false flag that I was running. Wow, wow. Well, you are a worker, I guess. So maybe. <laughs> hey, this, this person gave me way too much, way too oh, much credit wow. for Carney. Yeah. I am not on that Carney level. I wish I was. If I was, this would be the big wrestling show. Yeah. Be for everything there were. Oh, my God. What did I just do? I guess that's going to be on the reel. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, uh, sorry, dude. That's just ridiculous that somebody would say that but i mean whatever and delusional people will come up with delusional things and teach their own i guess you know there is no if there if there was a genie that i could rub the bottle and make three wishes my first wish would be that um well i couldn't say that because i'm i'm actually there's a lot of good that's coming out of this whole experience sure. and a lot of people are a lot of connections a lot of things going on but if my selfish part of me would say my wish would be to never have the infection in the first place. Sure. That would kill my entire 
Ponzi scheme that I'm trying <laughs> to implement. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's just crazy. So my unhealthy habit, number one, to start out with, because we're both going to share our unhealthy habits with the audience because we all make mistakes. And I think we're trying to figure out this, the, the mission statement of the Big Fitness Show and put it as our tagline. And it really is about letting people know that we're no different than them. I sure. try to disarm the audience as much as possible to, to, to show them that, hey, we like to eat at buffets. We like to drink a soda once in a while. We like to do the same things that people do, but they're also, you know, there's, there's a limit where those healthy, unhealthy habits could hurt you. Sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the idea of unhealthy habits is something that we're, that pops up all the time, but it's, it's a matter of addressing those, talking through those. And then hopefully by us sharing what we're doing, we're not sitting here thinking, oh, well, we don't have any unhealthy habits. We're perfect. And we never make any mistakes and all this kind of crap because we definitely do, you know, <laughs> definitely do. And I think if we can share that through the the show and, and just, we're just two normal dudes that have come together to try to help other people live healthier every single day and share our journeys. We've had a unique take on the fitness world and then unique take on reasons why we stay healthy and things that we do. And if we can help reach an audience and, and, and help someone, uh, even if it's just one person by sharing what we've done, then it's a, a win for both of us. You know, we'll be happy with that. And so in the topic of the today's conversation with unhealthy habits, I think that's something that when you come on a platform, most people don't like to get to that space of vulnerability and really share the things that they do wrong. You know, everybody wants to appear like they're perfect or appear like they're going through it. And maybe that's why you're getting some of the feedback that you're getting because that people think you're faking this whole deal just for money, right? Because who, who actually goes on social media or on YouTube and, and shares the real raw feelings of what they're having, you know, like it's, and so it's good to have this conversation today where we're talking about unhealthy habits and the things that we do and maybe how we overcome those and how we try to make them healthier habits, you know? Well, if, if people have seen the medic, have, well, they won't see them, but if they had seen the medical bills, yeah. I've made a huge mistake. This, sure. this plan has backfired. On me. I was like, we got to go to the Mayo Clinic to make this look good. We got to yeah. go to the top, you know, hospital in the country. And as I looked at the bill, I was like, this is the top hospital in the country. <laughs> but then the one we were at before was nowhere near the top. Actually yeah. charged more than the Mayo Clinic. Little oh, fun wow. fact. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's They crazy. didn't even treat me for anything. They didn't diagnose me correctly. They didn't do anything. But they cost more to the Mayo Clinic. So that's my little pitch for the Mayo Clinic. They aren't in the wow. yet, but I don't want them to be an affiliate because <laughs> I don't want to keep visiting them. But, sure. uh, but that would sure. probably be, you know, I, I've been better about that, but you know, we're talking about unhealthy habits. Mine would be, I guess, once in a while because I have to, and we both have to is you get into a mode of looking at social media and you got to pay attention to comments because there could be somebody with a legitimate question about a product. And you have to answer it. And that can also help convert affiliate sales or sure. with a guy, because endurance, you want to answer questions. So you tend to see those, but it can be unhealthy. And then I just completely shut down from social media and don't have anything to do with it. Sure. I don't know what the sure. answer is there, but what, 
what would you say? That's not my number one. I guess there's they're all online equally. But what would be your number one unhealthy habit that you wish that you could kind of completely break? Oh man, uh, procrastination. Like I'm, I am a terrible procrastinator. Like when I got to get something done, if I have a hard deadline, I will stay up the whole night and get it done the night before. Um, but I procrastinate. And if I would just take the time ahead of time to get it done and you know, even with, with just about anything, it's, you put it off, you put it off cause you get busy. And then I, I, I'm trying very hard to be better at not procrastinating, but I always find other things to fill my time with. And then I justify all this kind of stuff. And so like, my number one unhealthy habit is procrastination. And I say it's unhealthy because you don't immediately correlate health and procrastination, but it is because it's a, a mental health thing to where if you feel overwhelmed because you got so many things on your plate and they have a deadline and then you wait to the last minute, you're stressed out, you're then you, and you know, when the stress comes in, then you binge on food or you binge on caffeine or you over, you know, like you just eat crap because you got too much on your plate. You don't take the time to meal prep and do all that kind of stuff. And so for me, the procrastination in everything has been a very unhealthy habit my whole life, because I, even in the fitness space, you know, like I'll have a show. Here's here's one. For the the wrestling fan base that we have i had a tryout with wwe one time uh a couple times but the last most recent one uh i was getting ready to go down to orlando the performance center and i thought well i'm kind of in shape i'll be okay but i didn't really i knew about the tryout a few months in advance and i didn't push myself to get in really good shape and at the time that's when they were having the tryouts and they all they tried to do is blow you up, right? The uh, DeMott was still in charge at, at that time. And so it was all about just blowing you up, blowing you up. And I didn't train nearly enough. And I just thought, oh, I'll put it off. I'll put it off. I'll put it off. And then finally, like the last week before, I'm like, oh, crap, I better get in shape for this. Oh, wow. And and then <laughs> I went down and I just... I embarrassed myself because I was just out of, out of cardio shape. My, my in-ring shape was not good. They had to do this drill where it was up downs over a bag. And I just, I mean, we we're going three rings and it just blew me up. So from an unhealthy perspective, like I wasn't, I procrastinated to the point where my wrestling career was affected and then it mentally screwed with me. And so it was just a whole whole thing with the procrastination piece that has haunted me <laughs> ever since and it's still something that i struggle with every single day uh and have to fight so yeah that's not fun <laughs> i was gonna say that's that's traumatizing too because obviously you've wrestled for so long and that's an opportunity that you wanted so procrastination really did yeah you know it could have cost you a job right there with, sure. with, you know, WWE. I, you know, on a side note, I, you know, I know, I know how big you are. That's why it's called the big fitness show, by the sure. way, <laughs> but I, I never liked that. Even a guy, my size, when I was there, six, two, six, three, between two fifteen two thirty, and working the style that I worked. It, when you go down there and even as a, a guy who was full time, when I went down there, they were expecting me to do, these sure. blow up drills, international drills, all this stuff. 
you get to past a certain point where psychology takes over and you're like, I, why would I do that? Doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. And you're, you're bigger than me. That's like sure. um, when Bill was running in, I'm, I'm still friends with Bill and everything on a personal note it has nothing to do with whatever, you know, he did as, as head trainer in NXT, but you know, like someone like uh great Kali, mm-hmm. great Kali do 500 Hindu squats and run laps and do the, 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 the drop down uh, drill. You're going to play the, the risk versus reward at a certain size doesn't matter. Can you totally. work and can you get in the ring and not hurt anybody in yourself? Yeah. Now we're, now we're good. Do you look like, yeah. a, do you look like if you walk in an airport or down to your gate that people are going to look at you? These are the old kind of, you know, uh, requirements that Vince McMahon had that I suffered from because an average guy, I'm bigger than an average guy, but if, Glenn, Kane, and I are walking down the gate. Nobody's looking at me. Sure, I'm just a lighting guy. That's sure. <laughs> real stuff. But but that's just my little tangent on the side. That sure, you procrastinated to train like a cruiserweight or somebody under two hundred yeah. pounds or somebody that wrestles a style that you've never wrestled during in your career. Yeah, it's, no, I totally. Yeah, I, I thought it was really stupid. And and when we were there, just to to stay on the tangent for a minute, uh, I the guys that they pulled out and like they called out a couple of guys as like these were the ones leading. Was one of Velveteen Dream? Because that no, didn't go not at the time. <laughs> that was too early. That was way too early. When I the last time I was there, uh, one of the uh, uh, go shoot, I can't remember his name when he was in WWE, but I think Cash Wheeler, the AEW FTR dude. Uh, he revival guys, I forget. The yeah. Name. One of the revivals guys. Like, I, I don't remember which one, what is Dax Dax is, uh, the bald guy and cash. Yeah. Is yes. Okay. So cash, he's the one he, he was like the one that they pulled aside and was like, this is the standout right now. And he was just a man. He was humping it. He was a cardio machine, but like you, I don't remember how tall he is, but I'm six, five, I weigh 275 pounds. It's not like I'm going to keep up cardio wise with him, no matter what style we do. So yeah, to go on the tangent for a minute, uh, I second what you just said about, it was not exactly right that I should have got blown up from the cardio, but whatever. And you weren't a new guy. If you were somebody that never wrestled before an NFL player, they have to break you in the correct way. Sure. But you're working on the Indies for over well over a decade, right? At this point. Yeah. So what's the yeah what's the point in doing that except exerting a sort of certain dominance over somebody that's nervous and scared and anxious as it is and then taking advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever. I mean, it is what it is. But that's. I mean, that's that was a time where I can distinctly remember procrastinating to that that totally cost me and totally cost me. You know, and like uh, it. I don't want to say it haunts me, but it's definitely like a. Uh, crap i wish i would have uh done a little better but it, it's still to this day like procrastinating uh i don't so much procrastinate my fitness anymore because i've really honed that in and, and got it dialed into where i feel like i'm i'm focused on my goals and and doing that but other things like uh youtube channel for example you know you and i had a conversation a while back about like i just felt not like a creative block or whatever, but it was kind of procrastinating. I knew what I needed to do, but wasn't doing it. And so the procrastination is probably my biggest, most unhealthy habit because it affects so many areas of my life. And I just, I, I fight like hell every day to try to overcome the procrastination that I have. 
Well, we try to help each other out because I went through the the same, I would call it more of a creative block because we were trying to create content. You procrastinate because you're not even sure. And then you start looking, are the views going to be good? Or we were talking about analytics for the audio version before we started recording. And you start to just doubt yourself because, you, you know, we don't like to look at likes and comments and numbers, but it's human nature. Sure. And if we're running, we need some feedback to see if we're doing the right thing or not. Um, but we still stick with the thing of whatever the audience size is, if they're loyal, if they interact and do stuff like that. And it kind of snaps us out of it. But yeah, man, I am my, on my side, but the way well, yeah, I keep procrastinating now, because hey, like I said, after anything, after 11 or noon, uh, uh, my energy just, I crash no matter yeah. what. And I'm very grateful that I can work out in the morning, every morning and I'm alive and I can walk without the walker because I mean, if not making money now, why use it? But uh, <laughs> I don't want to keep driving that point. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh. So anyway, uh, <laughs> but my whole thing too, is I, I have no, I have no self-awareness when it comes to my, my flaws or my current kind of situation. Does that make sense? Like I'm sitting here going, why am I so tired? And I just don't have the energy. And I was like, and I need my wife or yesterday or the other day, the doctor, I'm like, man, I'm just tired all the time. And I'm just, you know, I try work out and then I'm trying to make my videos and trying to, to update the website or get the email list or do all these other things. And he's like, you do realize you almost died from an infection. And then you were on like the most powerful antibiotics known to man. Yeah. <laughs> Each the each thing went, and you were in the hospital for a week. And he said, a one full day stay in a hospital requires a minimum of a week of recovery." Mm. And I mm. said, "Yeah, but besides that, I feel pretty lazy." <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "You're a fucking maniac." Just <laughs> okay. So, uh, and you all have that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So that's, I mean, I understand of procrastination, uh, sure. a simpler, I think a simpler thing. I'll just go real quick with mine Yeah, more unhealthy habit. And for some reason I can't break it. And with certain foods, it exasperates it. And I want it even more. And we're talking about the dreaded diet soda. Mm. This yeah. stuff is like candy when you have the right food paired. It's, it's like wine to me. I, I was like, obviously if I'm, gonna eat a burger i need a diet a and w root beer because that's what yeah. i got maybe we should do a video and be connoisseurs <laughs> of pairing food with soda because there's certain sodas like subway it's got to be diet coke or <laughs> you know it's just a weird thing that when you have and it's very psychological and it might be yeah. chemical there's obviously probably something in that soda besides the original legitimate like shoot cocaine they used to have in it sure but there's probably something even more addictive than cocaine that they created chemically that unfortunately I don't know about you, but I'm like, I enjoy having a diet Coke probably two to three times a week. Sure. Sure. Yeah. No, I don't, ha I don't have an issue with, with diet pop. My wife does, uh, but I, that's not one that, that really bothers me too much. Cause it's, it, I made a, well, I, I don't know. saw the video of them uh, cleaning the car bumper, and I still reach for a Diet Coke after that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's part of it for me. Is I've seen, I've I've seen a lot of the crap that's in those drinks, and I I you know I've said 
to people, I'd rather you drink a regular pop with, with actual sugar in it than a diet pop because you're just tricking your body. And so for me, like I, for me, it's to that psychological part piece that you just said, I, that's what it is. It's like, uh, I, no, I have deemed that as, uh, that's a no go for me. I, 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 but on occasion I will, you know, I will have a, a diet root beer because I, or I'll drink. Is that your white night after wrestling? Stopping to get something to eat, and you just grab a grab a soda. No, because I cure. I fixed that issue for me by because it's really when I cut out pop completely, it was the carbonation that I missed the most. And so what I did was I buy uh, plain carbonated water, and then I'll take a scoop of the Focus from X Endurance and put that in it. And that's kind of my energy drink replacement. And so I've been able to satisfy that carbonation craving, but have a healthy product, healthy flavor to the carbonation. So I don't have a craving when I'm on my way home from a, a show, I just drink water. I've realized that water is the king. As far as drinks, everybody should drink water all day, every day. And I've, I've gotten past that craving of carbonation. I used to, after shows, I used to stop and get an energy drink for the drive home or get a Red Bull, you know, whatever. I used to stop and get those all the time, but I just, I've got my mind to the point where I only drink a pop if, uh, like I, I choose to do it. Like I'm going to splurge today and I'm going to have a root beer. And a lot of times I don't drink diet anything because it's, there's so much artificial junk in it that I just, I don't want to consume it. Hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So I would encourage you <laughs> to stop drinking diet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not an everyday thing, but it's, sure. it's definitely not a uh, once in a while thing. Sure. But I, you know, the diet, the diet. So now see if I, if I ingest too much sugar in mm. a sitting or within a certain amount of time, it'll give me a migraine. Mm, yeah. So for me, like that, I would have gone for something with cane sugar or whatever in it because I realize it's more natural, but sure. it just gives me, there's something about sugar. And I, that, that's actually, if you look at it as a whole, I've eliminated a lot of processed and added sugars altogether, even stevia and Splenda and stuff like that, you know, to, to put and sweeten like say tea or anything like that. I don't do that. So like, sure. The, yeah, I'm not making excuses, but the the amount of, I guess, bad ingredients that I'm putting in or unnatural ingredients have been cut down to that one soda like two to three times a week sure. at the most. And that's something too. If you do, if I go to pick up and say, oh, I, I, I'm going to drink another soda or get a refill, that refill kills me. Like from the first sip, it just takes, I want water after that because I'm starting to get dehydrated from the second one. Sure. So now I kind of like split it. I get a water if we eat, you know, um, I got to take out bank loan to eat in the restaurant anymore. But, you know, I, just, uh, you know, if I do that, and that's also another thing. It saves me. We we never ate out or did anything like that. But restaurant food and, and fast food or anything outside of your own home cooking, inflation has helped us out a great deal to not sure. expand those unhealthy habits there. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, and the, the, to the soda piece of it, like I'm, as long as it doesn't become a six, seven cans of pop a day and you know, it's just an addiction, which it's, it's totally an addiction because of the chemicals that are in there. It becomes an addiction. It, 
okay, have one once in a while, you know, like it's okay. And if that's, I always, I've, I've had this conversation with lots of people over the years when it comes to artificial flavorings and artificial sweeteners and things like that. The truth is they're not good for you. Plain and simple. That's the truth. They're not good for you. But in small doses, they're not going to kill you either. Right. But it's when we get in, insane, insane amounts of these artificial sweeteners and flavors and colorings and all that kind of stuff that it becomes, uh, toxic to our bodies. And so having a diet soda a couple, three times a week. Okay, fine. No big deal. As long as the rest of everything else that you're doing, you know, I, in a perfect world, I would say, cut it all out, it, cut it all out if you can. But if you want to have a diet soda, go ahead. You know, so I'm not judging you. I mean, a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> but not completely with the the fact that you have a diet soda once in a while. And, and I will agree with you hundred percent that having a diet soda when you go out to eat or having a regular soda, when you go out to eat, there's just something about it that tastes freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. They've, they've definitely indoctrinated the, the public. Oh. And I'm one of those people to that. Um, but I would say that, you know, I, I watched, I'm about to watch the Michael J Fox documentary, which looks great. Yeah. The one it's called still, yep. I think. Right. Yep. yep. want to watch that and, and see, but, he has talked about not now, but when he was doing the Back to the Future movie, especially the first one, because he was filming Family Ties during the day and then sleeping in the back of a station wagon and then filming all night. And he said he was drinking a case of Pepsi a day. Jeez. Mm, and I just can't help but think if if you're doing that for years. Sure. I'm not going to say any more, but you know where I'm going. Yeah. Right. Totally. What, what did that, what dormant problems or what problems that weren't there did it did it maybe create yeah create or make worse the chemical the chemical change within your system yeah this here with with him having parkinson's i i don't know years years of anything bad like that will do damage to all of us totally and i that's one of the reasons that like cutting out the artificial sweeteners and flavorings and things like that there's 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 you can do your own research. I'm not making any claims here. I don't claim to be the expert on this because I'm not. But by it, the way, comments... do research in other countries because U.S. allows way more crap. Oh, totally. Anywhere else in the world. So if you're going to do studies, don't do any FDA ones. Or I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. No, go ahead. Don't do anything that's domestic here. I would go to countries or continents like even Europe and the EU and other places that have banned these things. Even Russia has banned GMOs mm-hmm. and all these other additives in these colors and flavorings so sure don't do a u.s based one because i think they're compromised well yeah just because it's fda approved doesn't mean it's safe doesn't mean it's it's good for you opposite (laughs) well you right like i mean and it is something that you definitely got to do your own research but it's common sense common sense when you when you apply a little bit of common sense here think about it artificial flavoring artificial sweeteners artificial coloring artificial I'm not artificial. I'm not fake. I'm organic. I am a living, breathing human being. So when you take artificial and put that into a human body, the human body says, oh, this is fake. I don't know what to do with this. I don't know how to process this. So then your body tries to, but because it doesn't know how and it can't, it then wreaks havoc in your body, causes a thing called oxidative stress. Look it up. If you don't know what it is, we can do a deep dive on it sometime. But oxidative stress is the leading cause of all degenerative diseases. So let's think about this for just a second. Common sense is if we put 
things that cause oxidative stress into our body, we're going to have more in our body, which is the leading cause of disease. Put two and two together and maybe you'll get four, right? Like it's, it's not oh, hard. Today, you all, no, 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 no. It's seven. No, no, no. Stop, stop, stop with your, you can't say what it is, but people know you can't say those things. You're right. You're, you're right. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> two and two is not poor. You're proving that math is definitely something. Oh, golly. Oh. So anyway, yes, that's, I mean, that's, that's a big part of why I've cut out artificial sweetener or as much as I can, right? Like they're, they're hidden in places that you don't always know. And, but minimizing them is a huge, a huge thing. And that's, but you know, the, the fact that you're, you said it, it was, it was your top unhealthy habit. So, you know, it's unhealthy. We, we both, everybody knows it, but they still do it anyways, but there's real ramifications to repeated long-term overdone use of artificial junk. Well, how do you feel? See, this probably goes into another area, but we mentioned the FDA and we mentioned, obviously that's part of government. I, you know, what we're trying to tell people is this is unhealthy and we're admitting to our own unhealthy habits as well, but I don't think anybody should eat. I should be forced to consume or not consume certain things. There should be regulations and there should be research, but like we said before, the research can be skewed. The, the funding could be by lobbyists or other people that are trying to say, so if there's a bad one that comes out off a of Diet Coke, you have to look at who's Diet Coke's competitor to sure. pay for the funding for the research to yeah. buy their soda, which yeah. is just as bad. Totally. It's very much. A, and you want to talk about like, you know, being exhausted. That's probably why I'm tired too, because I look into all this stuff. And then you get to the point where you're just information overload, sensory overload, and mm -hmm. it's like, I'm just going to get a slice and a soda. I, I can't <laughs> anymore. It, you're, you're, I would not argue with that at all, dude. Like, you're right. Like, it is the information is so skewed. And now the studies from 20, 30 years ago that have shaped more than that, 40, 50 years ago that have shaped the food industry and shaped what has become acceptable diets and acceptable food are now being shown to be completely falsified, completely fake information that the person that did the, did the study just wanted to get published. So they made, they ignored certain results to get the narrative that they wanted. Right. So there's so much stuff. And I think it, it for me to this, to this point, it goes back to what we were talking about last week with basics of health, like just basics, just simple, basic stuff. The unhealthy habits from a food, uh, food choices perspective can be rectified if you just stick to the basics, stick to the things that worked a hundred years ago, you know, we didn't have all these artificial flavors and artificial sweeteners a hundred, 150 years ago that just didn't exist and people were fine then. So that, and, and we look at the, the population now and it's just, there's so many unhealthy habits around food choices that if you can just stick to the basics, cut out artificial stuff, it's not super complicated to eliminate those unhealthy habits that come in. And I think to that point, I mean, we all face that. We all have these unhealthy habits that come on into play. It's just minimizing those as best as we can. So yeah, I, I get fired up when I start talking about it clearly. <laughs> I think, I think the next unhealthy habit we're going to have to talk about is, is something, whether you're working out or not, you're going to, you're going to definitely know 
And by the way, this is probably a good opportunity to tell you to please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, make sure you watch the entire episode, but probably on uh, screen time. How's that? Yeah. Or, there you go. <laughs> That's a good transition. <laughs> transition along with a contradiction. Yes, sir. <laughs> unhealthy habits. But uh, this one, when you watch the big fitness show, it's not unhealthy. It's guaranteed to be healthy. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. Uh, you'll wear your blue blockers and you're, you're completely protected. Perfect. <laughs> but screen time is something that apps and just scrolling through Instagram reels or other things and you find yourself 15, 20 minutes into a complete vortex of time. Sure. I mean, we, we, we hear, obviously we, we sit in front of our computers, we edit video, we do work, but there is a means to the end where we're trying to make, you know, multiple streams of income, you know, without faking being on a walker. So I'm going to stick to that. Sure. Yeah. But, but we're, that's what we're using it for. We're not sitting there trying to live our life through the screen sure. it's hard we're not saying we're completely immune to it but nope. we're not we're trying to run a business if if i didn't have this with you the big fitness show if i didn't have stevie richards fitness if i wasn't trying to run an affiliate business i don't think i would have any of this i sure. don't think i would have, even have an iphone i would get a light phone or a flip phone or an old school phone and i would disconnect completely because it just, I probably would write books and do stuff like that and be isolated like a hermit. But <laughs> screen time destroys people's productivity, leads to procrastination, leads to lack of sleep, leads to lack of happiness, which is a, the most unhealthy habit is anything that can contribute you to thinking that you have a really bad life. And social media will, will show you that everybody has a better life than you. It sucks. Mm -hmm. And it's not yeah. true. It's sure. not true at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will totally agree with the, that unhealthy habit. That's something that I, I have, I, it's not, I notice it a lot more than I'd like to admit as far as the just scrolling. Right. And I think the, the majority of people, well, maybe not the majority, I don't want to make blanket statements, but there's a lot of people in this world who struggle with that unhealthy habit of just living on their screens and for not productively living on the screens, just scrolling. And it's like a numbing thing where you, instead of, a, instead of turning to drugs or alcohol, you turn to your screen and that numbs the brain. And so, because you can't be alone with your own thoughts, you can't take the time to just sit and look around and, and be bored. We fill that time with screens and that's just unhealthy because it never gives our time, never gives our brains time to shut off, never gives our brains time to relax. And then we focus on things. And a lot of times, depending on what you're looking at, if you spend all your time looking at the news, there's a lot of negativity in the news. And then you can't mm. sit and look at negativity all day and not have that translate into an unhealthy image in your mind. You know, I find it sometimes with the, the crazy freaking world that we live in. I'll spend time looking at the news and I'm just like, man, what a freaking, you know, like I'm demotivated to do anything with what's going on in the world. And it's, it, but then I take kind of a break from the news for a few days and I'm like, yeah, things are great. And you walk around normal day-to-day -day life. When you talk to people, it's not doom and gloom like it is on the screen all the time. Or then you get in that, that state of mind with the screen time where you are, envious you see somebody who has this glamorous instagram life that they're posting about and now you feel less than because you see what they're doing and so that screen time is that's a huge unhealthy habit that i think is is we don't even realize how unhealthy that is because it doesn't seem 
physically unhealthy, but it's a mental unhealthiness that just, I don't even know if most people realize how bad it is and how, how strong it is, I guess, that that screen time has an effect on your everyday mental health, you know? Yeah. But, but I couldn't resist uh, posting this today. Someone said they, they, they found a picture of me. <laughs> That's like, uh, yeah, just getting out of the hospital. Uh, look that I had, right? Yep. I remember. It was a dream come true, though. Look at look at that. Uh, for those of you listening, you'll have to go to the YouTube channel to see the picture. Yeah, get some screen time in while you definitely can. worth it. Get some screen time; it'll be good. I'll tell you what. What's a good? I think a good like um, approach or method for people, and I try to do it. And I really am going to reach out to the Light Phone Company because they have a very minimalistic phone, calls, text not even email. I think they have directions. That would be the thing like, Oh, how am I going to get around? Or sure. I think the other one was something else, but it's a very, it's an e-ink display. It's a small phone. It's just there cool. as a communication tool. Everything, mostly everything I can get done can get done right here in front of the computer, video editing, website stuff, things like that. Yeah. I can even check social media if I really need to, or check YouTube comments to answer questions about products. But people are like, well, how am I going to take a picture and post it for my business? Grab a regular camera, take the picture, come back, edit on a big screen. And then you can cue your your post with some like buffer, like Suite or whatever. And now you're even more efficient and more free. And I do find myself, we've reached for the phone and take a picture before we actually look at the beach and see how beautiful it is. Yeah. It's just a weird thing you have to kind of unlearn. And then you and I are old enough to remember when there weren't computers in schools, when sure. there weren't smartphones, when you had to actually write a term paper by going to the library. And I never thought I would miss those days of going to a library and having to search and knowing the Dewey Decimal System of God, the young people are like, what the hell is that? <laughs> uh, is that a Google search? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but, but that was a... a for lack of a better term, it, it was kind of like a time of renaissance, like a romantic, I have a romantic connection sure. to the pursuit of knowledge and actually physically trying to find a book and reaching up into the shelves to learn something. And then even my handwriting has gone away. And I, you know, there's a mm. whole, in Catholic school, I had to learn cursive. Sure. Now, sure. Now I'm unlearning all that. It's just a, it's a weird thing that, like I valued the skills that I learned as a, as a child. Mm -hmm. And now that I don't have them, I, I miss them. Sure. So it feels like I'm more unhealthy from a learning perspective, even though like I've probably learned, I've learned so many more things to do like video editing, photo editing, website development, doing this show, trying to figure out workflows, trying to produce a full TV show or radio show with you. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah, it, there's sure. such a trade-off. I I don't quite know if I'm in a better spot now or a worse spot than I was when I was young. Sure, sure. How do you when you when you do find yourself in the 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 unhealthy habit of screen time and your unproductive screen time, let's say, what what do you do to overcome it? Like, what are some of the things that you do to to get by it? Well, I mean, putting it down is the easy solution, mm -hmm. but it's not easy. But if I feel like for instance, if I'm going to 
say I'm going to just sit there and I'm kind of tired and I grab the phone and I'm like, uh, I have choices, way too many choices of what to open up. I open up the Hallow app and I just listen to the rosary, mm, I listen yeah. to the morning prayer. Or I try to use the technology in the screen, which I'm not looking at the screen anyway, because I just put the phone down. Sure. But if I'm going to do something that's tech or app based or website based, it's got to have productivity or something that I'm going to move forward uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever it might be by using the technology now. Sure. I love, there's a part of me I want, I'm learning DaVinci Resolve. I talk, talked about that. I have, there's a big learning curve to learn how I want to use it, but it's that old lock yourself in, in the room for a weekend and sure. learn the software. I don't have a problem with that screen time because at the end, on the other side of it, I'm a better content creator at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's worthwhile screen time, in my opinion, you know, because you're, you're being productive, you're learning, you're learning something and you're investing in yourself and you're making yourself better. It's that wasteful screen time that we all find ourselves in sometimes where we are just scrolling on news articles or scrolling on social media. And, you know, like that's the piece for, for me, like I find myself in that state of mind sometimes or not state of mind. I find myself doing that way more often than I want to. And I just like in my mind, I kind of justify it or reason it with the fact that, oh, well, I'm working, you know, like you search, <laughs> well, search or, or like uh, scrolling on Instagram. Like there's, I mean, there is, there is some realness to it, some reality to the fact that I am working, so to speak, because it's, um, like engaging with people, having conversations, like that's very real stuff. And if, if you're using your screen time for that, then I could see that being productive, but there's so much time where I get caught up and just scroll, 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 scroll to the point where like, I feel it in my muscle right here. Sometimes I get like a cramp that is just from scrolling with your thumb all day, you know, and it's like, oh crap, you know? And then, so I've gotten to the point now to, to overcome that because it, it is a real problem. Uh, I don't want to say a problem, but it's something that exists in my life where I get caught up in it is I put limits on, I use the focus modes and I use downtime and I use app limits on the iPhone to mitigate some of that. So in the mornings, we're both morning people. I get up at five ish every day and then I work out. My schedule is the kids get up at 6:45, 7 o'clock. So I have downtime built into my phone to where only uh the camera app, the uh my nutrition app, my uh fitness app, only those apps are available for me to use. I mean, I can always just put in a password and and access the other ones, but they're all grayed out on the screen when you put in downtime. So from five, from 4.45 until 7.30 a.m. every day, I'm in downtime to where only a few apps are actually available to me and it helps keep me off of social media. So I don't get on and check and see if anybody commented. I don't check for DMs or anything like that. It helps keep me off of there and it helps just kind of focus in my morning. And then for the rest of the day, I have uh, an app limit set on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook so that I only, and I, I break the rules sometimes, but like Twitter, I have a limit of 15 minutes a day that I can be on Twitter. On Facebook, 
because I use Facebook for some stuff. I have a 30 minute limit. And then on Instagram, because I use it way more, I have an hour limit on Instagram. And there's days where I hit that limit and then I'll just put in the passcode and give myself an extra 15 minutes. But I do that so that I'm conscious of it, so that I'm aware and that I can help try to minimize uh, those things. And it's a good way. So for anybody else who has that struggles with the scrolling on social media, try implementing uh, app limits using the screen time feature in the iPhone on Android. I don't know what to tell you to do, but I'm sure they have the same features, but use that and it will help at least make you more aware so that then hopefully you can overcome that unhealthy habit. It's definitely working for me um, with minimizing my screen time for sure. I, I think it'd be great for us to do a video on setting that up. Sure. You just told me if we can share your iPhone screen or I can share mine here, yeah. just take me through the steps to do that because, you know, there's certain things that Apple used to be very simple to use, but all those focus modes and stuff like that. Oh, sure. Confusing. So I never even dived into it. So if, even if you teach me, yeah, you record it and then people get to see like, here's our, here's how we focus or we limit our time or a healthy way to, 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 to not let social media destroy you every day or something, you know? Yeah. Like maybe the, we'll think of something. The focus modes are so good. And, and I got them set up for my work day. So like, in the mornings, I've got the downtime till 7.30. And so that's like, a, a I have it set as a focus mode to where from 4.30 to 7.30, I'm in focus mode and no notifications. The only, the only ones that come up are uh, like if my wife were to text me or something, cause I'm down in the, in the gym and she's sleeping or something comes up. If she were to text or call, she can get through to me. And then she's a type one diabetic. So she has a Dexcom that she wears. And if her sugar goes low, I get alerts for it. So that those are the only two things that can get a hold of me: that that Dexcom alerts, and then her um, in the mornings. And then for after seven thirty, then and well, you know what? I actually have it so that you can text me in the mornings too, because <laughs> because you're up so early in the morning. So if you text me, I need I want to I want to get that text message. So you and her and Dexcom are the only ones that can get a hold of me at seven thirty in the morning. And then from seven thirty to like noon, I have it set so. No one except for you, her, and my parents can get through to me. And so like, it's just a way of dialing in that focus so that I can keep off my phone, keep distractions away. And then in the afternoons, I open it up so more people can get a hold of me. But still with the focus modes, it, it's it's huge for the screen time piece of things. Yeah, I think we should, you should definitely teach me how to use that because you're on my favorites list too, by the way. On the, on oh, the, thanks. <laughs> I actually waited. I, I was like, he texts me after we went to bed last night. I'm going to wait till after I'm done working out, get showered, all that stuff. But I was like, we were up at regular time and I saw sure. it. But that's, you're right. I did that. I look at affiliate sales and sometimes emails and other things because there's companies that are overseas that I'm working with, you know, with certain products for things and reviews. Sure. And, you know, I'll see those around 4 a.m. And it makes it easy to, to do stuff, but I should block it out at certain points that maybe 4 to 4.15, I answer those emails and let them know, hey, I'm going to go work out and I'll be down until this time and let them know my my schedule. So sure, it's great stuff though, man. Screen, I think social media and just the phones in general and screen time, have made people more unhealthy and more unhappy, I think, than anything else, especially over the past few years of being home, 
and sure. you're sitting there and not, I mean, you just 100% just, just living through social media and the internet is not healthy at all. Yeah. There's a big yeah, world yeah. out there. I even thought about like, um, my wife and I have talked about going off grid in a lot of ways or traveling or doing whatever in, in the future, because those people, we watch them on YouTube, they look happy as anything. I mean, it's not yeah. an easy life, but sure. you know, they, they, they go around travel, see stuff. They still have a phone and stuff, but they don't, they don't even care about that. It's just so, so cool to see. And I feel like that right now, like with the transhuman uh, movement that they're trying to talk about, by 2035 people are going to become more linked to these things or these things are going to be in their body sure <laughs> cell phones are going to be in your body sure I mean, you know it's sure. crazy i don't know i don't know what yeah. i'm saying that's a deep dive that we can do another day <laughs> true i mean yeah yeah definitely definitely okay so what uh i got i got another unhealthy habit that i want to share um sugar and sweets like I, I don't, I don't know if I want to call it a habit, but when the habit for me is when I have one, I want to have like 70, you know, like if I have one piece of candy, I want to have a bunch. If I want to, if I have one Oreo, I want to have a bunch. And it's like the overindulgence, I guess, would be the, the unhealthy habit for me when I do have that stuff. If I do allow myself to have it, I go all in, man, <laughs> I don't mess around. And then it's, and then it's like, uh, well, I, kind of screwed up the whole day now so i'll just let the rest of the day be ruined because i had that so for me that's that's definitely an unhealthy habit that i have where i'm just i have that that craving for sugar a lot and i've gotten a lot better about it and i've had a little more discipline around it but it definitely is something that i can remember uh that was my thing after wrestling shows on the way home I would stop and get like a bag of jelly beans or sour punch straws or whatever type of candy. And I would eat that on the way home to keep myself awake and just have something to nibble on the whole time. Yeah. And that was very counterproductive <laughs> to my aesthetic goals. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever been around and in wrestlers, they'll, they'll make anything sound like it makes sense. Cause they're workers. Sure. sure. Um, yeah. I, I remember seeing a few workers that were eating like pop tarts and other stuff, by the way, pop tarts have a high level of carcinogens in them. So I should probably text that person after all these years and let them know <laughs> like, no, no, after a workout, after my match, I have one or two pop tarts because that's the time that you want to take your simple sugars in. Sure. Ever heard that before? Oh yeah. Yep. I eat ice cream after I work out, like after I lift and yeah. you know, I, I mean, okay, I understand. And, understand blood blood sugar and blood glucose levels and but yeah i can't imagine eating the two pop tarts I, well if you're wrestling all the time it's four pop tarts a day sure. after your workout and after your match yeah can't see how that's healthy well i mean there's still there's still people that do that there's still people that coach that like i've still seen it out today that people not maybe not today today but I still see it in 2023. Well, people were, will encourage you to eat a Pop-Tart after your workout to get the carbs in that you need to help fuel your, re, refuel your, gluc your glu glucose levels and, and get that back up. And so you recover faster and they'll use a Pop-Tart to do it. And in theory, okay, it makes sense. <laughs> in theory, sure. But is that the best option for you? What else is that Pop-Tart? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, would say no. Pop Tart probably has everything on the banned list in other countries. <laughs> <laughs> the ingredients, right? We're pretty safe to say. 
Uh, yeah, I would. I would imagine it's probably healthier to eat than the actual pop tart. The <laughs> aluminum foil packaging is probably more healthy. Yeah, actual pop tart. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. That is definitely possible. We're not making any claims here, so pop tarts don't come after us. But yeah, don't eat, don't eat those things, and then come back to me and say you told me to eat it. I did. <laughs> my disclaimer. I have a disclaimer, by the way, on all my workouts and programs and stuff. I should probably put its claim, put that disclaimer up in the. This beginning. is this is not medical advice. We are not doctors. <laughs> don't hold those liable. You're on your own. I literally wrote, I think, in the first draft and. A lawyer who told me to write it up said, you can't say you're on your own. Good luck. <laughs> you just sound like kind of like a dick and people. Yeah. You, for that. <laughs> you are on your own. We're not going to help it. We're not going to figure it out for you. <laughs> We're helping you to a certain extent. But if you're going to start eating boxes and Tide Pods and everything, I, I don't know. There yeah, might be another fitness show for you on, on uh, available on all the platforms like we are. Yep. How's that yep. for there we go. That's good. That's good. Uh, All right. Any other he unhealthy habits you want to share? Oh, God. Probably overtraining, but I don't want to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a recurring theme here, the overtraining I, I piece of it. I overtraining, is... but that's my own insanity with everything. I, I would say that's probably major, major things. I think people in general know what's healthy and unhealthy. And I think mm -hmm. the fact that we bookended the episodes back to back was, was good to tell you about your healthy basics. And then in this episode, the unhealthy one. So if you haven't listened to either one of these or you're listening to this one, please go. If you haven't listened to either one of these, how are you even hearing what I have to say? Yeah. That's, that's a strange thing to say for me. But if you listen to this one first, please go back and listen to episode 11. That'll reinforce that being healthy is very basic as well. We all have to overcome our indoctrination. We all have to overcome maybe even the chemical stuff that we have sure. in our body from drinking too many diet cokes and things like that the chemical dependence on that so i think people you should be very accountable with all this stuff and not make excuses but also at the same time look truly look at what you've been ingesting and putting into your body for probably years to know that you probably do have a chemical dependence on soda or processed sugar and other things and you're going to have to detox just like an alcoholic, drug right. addict. You're probably going to get the shakes. You're yep. probably going to get headaches. It's not going to be pleasant to kick those habits. So I would say you might want to just like wean off of this stuff because you quit cold turkey, man. You're going to feel, you're going to feel terrible. Yeah. A hundred percent second that. Like it's definitely something that I think that just everything you said was, was i was thinking in my brain is like ah, i need to say that stuff but then you said it all so like it's it's spot on as far as where we're at with where with people and unhealthy habits if you have an unhealthy habit a lot of people don't even realize it's unhealthy but it's being aware of what you're doing and then taking note of that and then figuring out how to make it and then trying to just slowly fix that over time yeah it's it's a very real real thing with the unhealthy habits and it, but it's it's awareness to me i think it you really need to take a step back and, and, and look at your life and be like, oh, what are my things that I'm doing? And what I would suggest and to, to give my final take on the unhealthy habits piece of it is just take inventory of what you do on a daily basis, like write it down, track it for a week or two and just see what are my unhealthy habits? What are the things that I'm doing every day? Like if you get up in the morning, think about what is it that you do every morning to start your day? Are those habits moving you in the right direction or moving you in the wrong direction? 
and then try to adjust. And then as you start your work day or as you start your day, what are, what are your habits and routines when you get into the office? What's your routine that is, is, are those habits moving me in the good direction or in the bad direction? And then lunch habits. Do I run out to McDonald's for lunch or do I pack my lunch? And, and what are those habits? And, and just continually look at your whole day. And if you write that stuff down and you track it, then you can improve on it. And then you start to change habits. And then over time, you stack those habits and turn them into healthy ones. If you can take just one unhealthy habit and turn that into a healthy habit, that's a win for the day, right? And so I think starting there, whatever that unhealthy habit is, address it and then try to turn it into a healthy one. And so, yeah, that's my final thought on uh, the unhealthy habits and how to address them. And, and, and you know what, by you admit that this is an art uh, character defect that we all have, by admitting that you're doing something unhealthy doesn't automatically now make it okay to keep doing the unhealthy thing. Like I know I'm doing it and it's bad. Sure. And they just keep doing it. Yeah. You have to eventually be accountable. You're going to be accountable either in your life voluntarily, or you're going to be accountable involuntarily. And you're going to have medical issues and other stuff. Like you said, oxidative stress is just like, sure. you're, you're, well, I'm 51, you're 40. You know, if we didn't control that stress, we would look much older. I know I do anyway. So, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna like I'm gonna let you take us out and pitch everything. I have an idea that I think will get more people watching and listening. But you you go ahead and take it away. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> oh, there we go. This will this will do it. This is it. It's all the work. <laughs> He's on the walker. <laughs> Check out the YouTube show. <laughs> subscribing as I'm walking in my walker. Oh, that's great. I can't help it. I'm laughing. <laughs> Just keep walking. All right. So yeah, while Stevie's on the walker, we are uh, thankful that you were tuned in this week. If you haven't uh, subscribed, please subscribe, download the podcast. Now he's got the cane. That's perfect. <laughs> Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe to Stevie Richard Fitness on the YouTube channel uh, and get more episodes of the Big Fitness Show. We appreciate everyone for tuning in. We're available on all podcast platforms. Check out the links in the descriptions. Find the show notes in the in the description of the podcast. Hurt like hell, man. I, I don't know I've if I did that for so many months. I don't know how I faked that for so long. <laughs> oh, you're such a faker. <laughs> That's, that's, so, yeah. that's 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 how you fake walking with a walker. I think yeah. it's markedly different than when I really needed it. Well, you faked the muscle loss too. I mean, that was definitely you're a really good faker. So anyway, hey, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate you. And uh next week we are talking about home or about going to the gym versus a home gym. I think that's the plan. We're going to talk about that. So tune in next week and we will have more of the big fitness show for you and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks everybody. Bye-bye.